Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Pinch of Prevention podcast. Today, we will be talking about mental health awareness. This is a vast topic, so we will be covering a little bit of everything, like our experiences with mental health ourselves, things that can affect mental health, resources, and self-care. Now, there are a lot of mental disorders like autism or schizophrenia. Me personally, I have ADHD. So that, for me, that means that I'm really bad at paying attention. Like, I will just completely zone out and it's out of my control. I can't really do anything about it. Like, I try. I try very hard to pay attention, but I just, my mind just pulls me in so many different directions and everything around me is just so interesting. I just can't pay attention to one thing at once. I'm also really impulsive because I don't really think through my actions because, you know, ADHD. I'm also incredibly forgetful. I have a really bad habit of just forgetting to eat, so I'll just like go an entire day without eating. Um, since I pay so much attention to everything around me, I get really easily overstimulated. Um, and I also get like hyper fixated on things. Like they are all I can think about for like a month. Neurodivergence and other mental health disorders often have a high rate of comorbidity. For instance, somebody with autism may also have a higher risk of, say, depression or anxiety. Certain parts of neurodivergence, in this case autism, can also make for struggles with mental health and possibly make them worse than they would have been previously. For example, they may experience bullying due to acting weird for reasons such as social difficulties or failure to pick up on social cues, or maybe other things like limited interests, etc. Or they may also commonly get overstimulated due to things such as loud noises, uncomfortable textures, bright lights, and more. And this could result in stress or anxiety, and it can also make existing anxiety even worse. And as somebody who has dealt with this firsthand, I had a hard time connecting with my peers as a child and often believed that something was wrong with me because I didn't behave quite like they did. And this is one of the reasons why it's important, especially for young children on the spectrum, to receive the support and understanding they deserve and to know that there is nothing wrong with them and they are not alone. This eliminates feelings of worthlessness and isolation and generally just creates not only a safer space for that person, but also the general community. I personally suffer from generalized anxiety disorder. This means that I sometimes feel restless or on edge. I constantly lay in bed at night contemplating my day and overthinking things, which doesn't mix well with my difficulty falling asleep. I get tired very easily as well, which seems kind of reversed. I could be in the middle of class and a wave comes over me and I feel like I've just run a 2k marathon. It can also be difficult for me to focus on things in class. I also cry sometimes out of the blue. Usually I cry due to stress, but sometimes I just burst into tears when nothing is wrong. It's gotten much better over the years though, because I've been so open about it. It really helps talking with my therapist too. Issues with mental health are often simply rooted in genetics and caused by an imbalance in the brain. However, some stem from the environment or stressors around you. 
A large contributor to the worsening mental health of teens is social media. Constant feedback and judgment of yourself by others and your own comparison of yourself to others damages mental health and body image. Other outside stressors like childhood trauma and overall life stress can contribute largely as well. Many people aren't quite as aware of the damaging effects of substances as they are of the dangers that they pose health-wise. Substance abuse can not only heighten emotions and make you go mad with addiction, it can also fuel self-hatred and suicidal thoughts as a way to escape the seemingly repetitive cycle. However, these are things that affect mental health negatively, but there are positive things as well. Sharing your thoughts with others so it lessens the extreme pressure that harboring all of your emotions by yourself can have on your mental state can help immensely. Therapy has been the most beneficial thing for my mental state. It helps to have a neutral party to tell you that your feelings are valid and help you to get out of your own head. Whether it be in scenarios of anxiety and depression, an outside voice talking you through what the absolute worst that can happen is can positively affect your mental health. One of the best ways to help cope with stress, anxiety, depression, and any other mental health disorder is to practice self-care. As an individual who has struggled with ADHD, anxiety, depression, and other mental health issues, I have found that when I practice self-care, my mental ailments seem to be in much more control than otherwise. Practicing self-care can seem kind of overwhelming, especially when you're stressed out with many other things and tasks. In my experience, I have found simply taking 25 minutes a day to read a book, take a walk, or do a face mask. Something that's for me that I'm putting my energy into just to help make me feel better. Some other examples of self-care that you can do is have a bath, read some poetry, pick up a new hobby or craft, take naps, go for walks, or one of my favorites, spend some time with friends. You could also bake, or really any hobby that you enjoy that would help you to take your mind off of the things that are stressing you out at the time. When practicing self-care, it's important not to think about the things that are stressing you out. Whether that means you have to leave an environment or physically put your school books and things away and walk completely away from it. It's important that you allow yourself time for you and where you're prioritizing yourself in order to help keep yourself happy and healthy in order to be the best version of you that you could be. There are a lot of ways you can get help or try and get help for others. So, like, if you feel like you need to talk to someone, uh, you should either confide in your friends or family or call this crisis hotline, 131114. If you or someone you know is considering suicide, call the number 988. Or, if none of those apply to you, I'd advise getting in contact with a therapist. Hey, everybody. We just wanted to say thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast and that we hope that this has reached the right people and that we have been able to provide you with the correct resources for help. We just wanted to let you know that we know that mental health can be one of the most challenging things that a person has to deal with, and we just wanted to say that we're proud of you for doing the best that you can. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us and know that someone is always there for you, even if you feel alone. Stay tuned for next month and look out for our next episode. Thank you.